Hi everyone, and welcome to the first of the ADA podcast series for 2018. My name is Jan Orford, and I will once again be your host. Our education reference group, in conjunction with our members, have come up with a variety of exciting and informative podcasts for 2018 that will be presented approximately fortnightly throughout the year. Our first podcast will focus on presenting some details about the newly revised national competencies for credentialed diabetes educators. I hope you've all received a copy of this important document, but if not, it is available on the ADA website under the Publications tab, or you can search using the word competencies in the search bar. I'd like to introduce Rachel Freeman, who is an accredited practicing dietitian and credentialed diabetes educator. As you probably all know, Rachel works at National Office as the Professional Services Manager and was charged last year with reviewing the national competencies for credentialed diabetes educators. Hello Rachel, how are you today? Hi Jen, well thank you. Great. I'd like to start the session by asking you some questions about the competencies if that's all right. Are you able to briefly tell us what process was adopted to review this document? Well, Dan, the National Competencies for Credentialed Diabetes Educators was reviewed as part of ADEA's ongoing commitment to quality improvement. We aim to review all of our policy documents on a two to three yearly basis to ensure that they remain current and relevant. Members may be aware also that we are now ISO accredited and correctly reviewing our guidelines and documents is important for that process also. We generally follow a routine review performer at National Office with all of our documents. And for the National Competency Document Review, we firstly sent the document out along with a survey questionnaire to all our members requesting that they review and provide comment on the uh, original document, the 2014 version. Then we established a working group of interested CDEs who assisted us in reviewing and editing the document. CDEs in the working group ranged from newly credentialed CDEs to CDEs that had been credentialed for many years. We also ensured that we had a mix of members across the primary disciplines that make up our ADEA membership, as the survey results indicated that the content of competency document did not always reflect the work of some of the allied health disciplines. So we felt that we had a range of uh, professionals helping us in the review of the document and we really tried to get a good spread of the experience across our membership, but also the different backgrounds that they might be working in. Thirdly, we undertook a literature review to identify recent research and trends in professional competency attainment. And this is always um, great for us to have a look at what international bodies are doing and also other health professional bodies within Australia. We then used the feedback gained from the survey and the views of the working party to revise and redevelop it, the national competencies for credentialed diabetes educators. And finally, we extensively distributed drafts of the new document to our members. This included the Clinical Practice Review Committee, the Credentialing Committee and the Course Accreditation and Standards of Practice Committee for their comment before the final document was approved by our CEO, Joanne Ramage, on behalf of the ADEA board. Thanks for that, Rachel. Um, the, the format of this version of the National Competencies for Credential Diabetes Educators is really quite different from the previous one. 
Can you tell us what is different about this particular version? Yeah, that's right, Jen. So I guess the key significant change of this version of the national competencies for CDEs is that we identified five domains that all CDEs must have core skills in. The domains are clinical practice, education and counselling, research and quality improvement, management and administration, and leadership and advocacy. And we had a look at the domains that we felt that CDEs um, required for their roles in diabetes education. And we felt that these domains now covered the different roles that CDEs undertake in Australia. So we now have domains that cover um, best practice treatment, management and care of people with prediabetes and diabetes. The second domain um, assists us in applying the evidence-based education and self-management skills, interventions and techniques to improve outcomes for people with prediabetes and diabetes. The third domain contributes to research and quality improvement, and this helps us as diabetes educators to build the evidence base to support improvements in what we do every day with our um, patients and people looking after or carers of um, people with prediabetes and diabetes. The fourth domain helps us to apply principles of program and business management to contribute to the safe, effective and efficient delivery of diabetes services and support. And we know that people are working in uh, private practice at different levels of management in healthcare settings, um, in general practices and GP surgeries and in big diabetes centre teams as well. So business management and contributing to those services at the business management level is really important for diabetes educators. And the last domain provides expertise and leadership within the health profession and assists in the advocacy for best practice diabetes care for all people with diabetes. Um, we know that it's important to try and get our messages out there uh, to the general population, but also advocating at higher levels. And we think it's really important for CDEs to to advance those skills as much as they can. So our research into competency attainment indicated that professionals gain professional skills in a variety of ways. ADA also recognised that newly graduated CDEs come to the profession with a variety of skills and experiences in the five domains that I just listed. We therefore determined that we wanted to ensure that the competency document was a useful and practical resource that would allow a CDE to see how they could progress from novice CDE to an expert CDE, but recognising at the same time that a CDE would not necessarily progress in all of the domains in a linear way. So we have CDEs that may be experts in the research domain, but might only maintain their core skills in the areas of education and counselling or clinical practice because they're not using those skills all the time. Likewise, we have newly graduated CDs who are already very experienced as clinical practitioners and diabetes educators because they have worked for many years in the field of diabetes education. However, they have only maybe the basic skills in research and management, so we look at trying to advance those skills within their clinical roles. The latest document outlines three levels of competency. So level one reflects the core competencies of the novice CDE, and it's considered to be the uh, level one, the core competency level. So when our CDEs uh, graduate from the, or before they become CDEs, graduate from the postgraduate 
certificate in diabetes education, we're looking at those uh, level one core competencies that then will um, be met as they go through the credentialing process. Level two is the experienced CDEs in the areas of diabetes education and management. And CDEs at this level are beginning to function at a higher um, autonomy, autonomy level. Um, level three recognised experts and leaders in the area of diabetes education and management. So these CDEs may be taking active roles in initiating research, directing policy development, analysing and reporting on outcome measures at the individual unit organisation or population level. It is hoped that the document will be used by CDEs and those thinking about credentialing and within the credentialing process, the referee report for our um, up and coming CDEs is based on the competencies and we're asking the referees to look at those level one competencies and write their referee report to reflect on how their potential CDE is meeting those before they become credentialed. We also um, hope that the universities of our accredited postgraduate certificates in diabetes education and management will utilise the document in setting up their courses and reviewing their courses to ensure that what they're offering the students is um, in line with the competencies that they need as CDEs. We also would like other health professionals, employers and consumers to have a look at the document and utilise it when um, looking for CDEs and assisting in describing the performance expectations of CDEs. So they have some quality assurance of what a CDE does, um, how they go about their practice and how they continue to learn and grow within their role. Thanks, Rachel. Um, so now can we, I ask you to comment on how the uh, CDE can use this document to reflect on their practice and, and thus determine their CPD goals that they might like to uh, concentrate on for the coming year. Yeah, sure. So we hope that this version of the national competencies for CDEs has been designed um, so that under each domain we have examples or cues that indicate the level of competency within that particular domain. So they're the domains are listed in their five categories and then under each of those categories is levels one, two and three with some examples of what those levels might look like. So by looking at the cues and the examples, a CDE could determine their level of expertise in a particular domain. It is the expectation that all CDEs, regardless of their primary discipline, are able to demonstrate competency at the core base level, so at the level one in all of the five domains. All CDEs need to look at the level one competencies on a yearly basis and ensure that they have the skills to meet this level of competency. If a CDE is unable to confidently demonstrate evidence that they satisfy this area, they need to then concentrate on that particular deficit. So the cues and examples we have provided in the document under each domain could be used to set their learning goals, as you suggest, Jan, and their CPD activities for the upcoming year. Um, or it might be a longer term plan where they want to work on them slowly. And part of that um, goal setting is achieving a, a small part of um, one of the domain competencies and then building on that the following year. So as long as they're reflecting on their practice and um, utilising the 
the cues and the examples to set goals and think about their professional development needs, the credentialing process will continue to accept the way that they're reflecting on their own practice. I must reiterate that it is not ADA's, ADA's intention that a CDE becomes an expert in all the domains, but CDEs can work towards gradually building their skills in each of the domain areas and it just might assist them in thinking about their role and where they sit in, in their, um, their job or their workplace and their organisation and where they might like to move to in the future. So looking at the examples in level two and three, you can think of ways that you may build your skills so that your proficiency in those areas is increasing or becoming more developed, I guess. So just being better at what you're already doing. Um, CDEs can brace opportunities to build competency skills, particularly in the domains that they are less confident or proficient in. Thanks, Rachel. That's really all the questions I have for you today. But, uh, and thank you so much for giving your time. But just before we finish, I wonder if I could ask you what your take home messages might be for our listeners after today's discussion. Sure, so I think um, the three take home messages would be that once you become a CDE, the, the learning journey doesn't stop there. And it is through continual self-reflection of your learning needs, your interests, passion, um, your role at work and future direction that helps to progress as an experienced CDE. And I think it's really important that we all have that as a basis of our professional journeys always reflecting on what we do, always continuing to grow and learn and keeping that passion of our role in diabetes education alive. The second take-home message, um, I think the idea that there are tools available for us to use and such as these ADA national competency, the national competency document for CDEs that we've just developed, uh, you can use that to assist in reflecting and planning, but there are other tools out there as well. Um, and so combining some of those tools might be the most appropriate, depending on your role and the team that you have around you. And number three, I guess, is always thinking about your uh, professional but personal goal setting as well. And I think it's good to think of it as a self-discovery process. Everyone is different in their learning and development, and we definitely recognise that at ADEA. We don't all need to be moving at the same pace or at the same level. And we just hope that the competency document that we've reviewed assists in that self-discovery and continual growth for all of our members. And we hope that it's relevant, um, acknowledging that we have across uh, many different disciplines and different experiences and different levels of achievement in, in our practice as CDEs. Rachel, thank you so much once again for your time today. No problems, Jen. Um, it's really important that we get some of these messages across to our members and um, we do have a passion for the competencies and the way that our CDEs grow in their roles. Yes, and I, I hope if people have got questions, they can um, get in touch and have a chat. Okay, thank you. And it's hoped that this podcast series will help to demonstrate how to reflect, review and work towards attaining the skills and knowledge in all five CDE competency domains as Rachel has talked about today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We look forward to joining you in a fortnight's time when we'll be looking at how we can use the national competencies for credential diabetes educators to reflect on our skills and knowledge 
and to set realistic and attainable learning goals. See you all next time and goodbye for now.